Hey, if you have had some success on Etsy and you're trying to figure out what you need to do to find big success on your own website, this episode is for you. Today, I'm talking to my reliable revenue client, Mary Wood. She's the founder of the jewelry company, modernmarigold.com. She's going to share with you exactly how she was able to finally create explosive growth on her Shopify store. Let's head on in, listen up. I think you're going to love this episode. Welcome to the Roadmap to 50K on Shopify. Each week, we'll take you behind the scenes of real stores where you're going to learn actionable strategies and tips that will fast track the growth and profitability of your e-commerce business. So buckle up. Welcome your host and Shopify expert, Susan Bradley. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I am here with my good friend, Mary Wood, who is the owner of Modern Marigold. She's amazing. And she's got a story for you because Mary has managed to explode her business on Shopify and she's no longer dependent on Etsy. And she's really, we just, we were just talking before we started recording. You're living your best life, aren't you, Mary? Absolutely. So I know people are going to love hearing from you because you're so honest and methodical and real about your journey. But I still remember when I met you, you had you had a decent business on Etsy and a, a sad sack little business on Shopify. Is that do you remember? Yes. Yes, it was <laughs> quite sad on Shopify. <laughs> what year was that? What year did we start working on that? I want to say 2018. 2018. Yeah. So really about three three years ago, three years and a bit ago. So I would love it if you would share with everybody who's listening, because there are a lot of people that will want to be where you are now, but I want them to hear really how it happened and what they can think about, the things that they're really going to have to do to make it happen So do you want to just share uh, really when you started this journey, uh, the bulk of your sales were on Etsy and, and I know you were feeling like you wanted to move them on, uh, onto Shopify, but tell me like just how it felt and what was motivating you to do that back then. So with Etsy, Etsy is not a bad place to start a, a business or to, you know, even use as a, another traffic source. But for me, when a majority of my sales were on Etsy, I kind of realized that I didn't own the customer experience and I didn't have, you know, access to emails or anything so that I could keep in touch with my customers after they purchased from me. They just had to decide to come back on Etsy and and look again and purchase something else. So, I was also subjected to Etsy's rules, which everybody is when they sell on Etsy, which, you know, those rules tend to change a lot. And over time it became frustrating just trying to keep up with all the changes to the algorithm. And, and I just decided that, you know, after some, you know, frustrating encounters and and things on Etsy, I decided to really try hard to move my sales um, as much as possible over to Shopify where, you know, I had the freedom to communicate with my customers um, outside of just transactional messages and um, able to make the experience better for them overall. Uh, And so that was a big motivating factor. And I started in the inner circle and worked on the ads course 
and um, started running some ads for one of my bestsellers and just very slowly started uh, working on um, getting more traffic to Shopify. And obviously over the last few years, it's kind of exploded and it's yeah. all thanks to, to that. Oh, well, that's really kind of you, but I know how hard you've worked. I remember days when you looked like you could fall asleep. <laughs> I'd be on a call with you and you, could look, you look like you might fall over. You'd work so hard. But t- let's tell everybody about Modern Marigold because it's a, actually a super cool shop. Uh, but it's like a pretty hands-on business, right? Pretty labor-intensive. It is. So we are a personalized jewelry brand. We create jewelry for all the moments that matter in life all the people and the pets and, you know, any special occasion like Mother's Day or weddings, birthdays, Christmas, anytime you want a piece of personalized jewelry uh, that you can, you know, gift to somebody or wear for yourself to remind you of a special occasion or, or a person, we design jewelry for that. So all of our jewelry is designed and made in our studio here in, in Longview and um, Longview, Texas. It's labor intensive because we do it all. We don't purchase inventory and um, resell, which, you know, is a lot easier, I think, in in some regard. So I do have a team of people that help me now. I didn't back then, but over time it's grown to where, you know, I've been able to hire and uh, get help with um, all the different production tasks and shipping. So yeah, I mean, we, we love it. We love to see all the stories behind why people purchase, you know, different pieces and we get lots of emails about, you know, hey, my best friend moved away. So I got this necklace and it helps to stay in touch. And um, that's just really, we, we love doing what we do and seeing all of that good feedback from our customers. So I know it's great, but it means that most of the stuff that goes out your door, almost all of it has to be impersonalized in some way. Yes, yes, all personalized. Um, so there is a lot that goes into that. For sure. That I mean, it's really quite an involved business. And so it's amazing to me how you've been able to scale it over the years. But let's back up to, okay, I'm Mary, I'm sitting in my house running this business and knowing that I want to get off of Etsy, or at least I want to reduce my reliance on Etsy and start building my own thing over here on Shopify. And so I know you were an inner circle member and you were one of the quiet ones. It took me a while to figure out you were there. But but then we got talking and I know you joined Reliable Revenue and and I saw lots of you. But uh, what I thought was so interesting about your journey is that like I know it's really accelerated in the last say 18 months. But I want everyone to hear a couple of things. And one of them is that it it wasn't a straight path. Like it, it wasn't like you just woke up one day and said, well, <laughs> I'm going to move the bulk of my sales over to, to, to Shopify. It really was something that you had to focus on over a number of months. And so I wonder if you could, for those that want to be where you are now, can you kind of break it down into what steps you had to take to make it happen? Yes, absolutely. So um, basically, the way that I was able to move a majority of my revenue from Etsy to Shopify was putting the focus on Shopify, not really taking the foot off the gas with Etsy, because obviously that was where all of the revenue was coming from. And I needed that to continue, but just spending additional time on, you know, driving the traffic to Shopify via whether it's, you know, paid advertising or email marketing making sure that I have a really good looking pop-up on my website to collect those email addresses and 
um, you know, phone numbers now for SMS and just making sure that I had the, the best possible version of my website to make it easy for people to shop on. It was a lot of work. And, and I really feel like where you put your attention is, is where your results come from, like you've yep. mentioned. And so when I started to really pay a lot more attention to the Shopify website and the traffic that I was driving to it and, and making sure that I was able to communicate with the people who were shopping on the website or looking, that's really when things started to change for me. And um, identifying the products that I knew people would like the most and then making sure those were at the forefront and emails and ads and all of those different things. That was really putting a lot more focus on Shopify was really what made the difference. And you did it before you were getting the results. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. (laughs) And it took longer than you ever thought it would, right? It did. And it was frustratingly slow sometimes. And I felt like I would never happen. This is never going to happen for me. But I just kept doing it anyway, because you don't know unless you put in the effort. Yeah, I feel like I had a great group of people around me that I may not have been very active in the group, but I was always reading the posts and reading what others' experiences were and kind of using all of that to try to hone things and and make my my site better. And uh, yeah, so. Yeah, I feel like the one thing you said to me when we were chatting earlier, I said to you, what do you want really people to, to know? And what you said is about traffic. And I feel like it's so important for everyone to understand that the biggest benefit of Etsy is that they bring you the traffic. And exactly. When you move all away from Etsy, you have to you have to drive your own traffic and it's a lot more than most people think it should be. Like that part is is that the hardest part when you first trans- transition? I think it was for me and then it took me a little time to realize that and this is something I learned from you as well. I need a certain amount of traffic to get a sale. And then I need a certain amount of sales to reach this goal. And so, you know, I had to look at, you know, I had to start taking a closer look at my traffic numbers and my conversion rate and um, average order value to kind of put all that together and see, okay, what do I have to do in a month to get to my revenue goal? And then, okay, I have to drive this much traffic. So if my traffic costs this much, this is what my budget kind of needs to be. And I just, I kind of worked backwards on that and, um, and worked month by month, little by little. And eventually, you know, the sales were coming in and, and the people were happy and, and the, the message and the ads was resonating. And so I was able to kind of up my budget a little bit every, every month or so. And that really made a huge difference. All of those things, all of those metrics working together really played a big part in me being able to figure out how to grow even further. So good. Like I find you really analytical and methodical. So that's, that's really good. So it wasn't like you were out there doing cartwheels saying, come to my shop. You were saying, okay, look, my sales goal is 5,000 or whatever it was. So how much traffic do I need to get $5,000 in sales? And you just looked at your data that you had in your shop. And I know some days or some weeks you had like $130. (laughs) (laughs) something something awful but you looked at that and then you put the budget behind that and I know that I know that that's really scary when you aren't sure that it's going to work but I feel like as long as I've known you you've been really good at making a decision 
and then investing in yourself or investing in whatever it was you needed to do. And and then, you know, sweating a lot, but just <laughs> doing it long enough so that it worked. Like I've seen that from you. And and when I think about like when I think about investing in a Shopify site, it wasn't ugly. It was you did a really good job with that. And then you would say, Well, come on, Mary, you gotta do more ads. And you'd be like, Oh <laughs> and and away you went and got the traffic. And then remember when we were talking about email, like you just commit to those things and to see, I mean, your results are like nothing short of amazing now, but it was getting all those things in place, watching you like invest in that and do it. Like I, I, I remember still when you took reliable revenue and then of course you didn't have time because you were doing all the stamping of your, your, you know, the personalization but you went yeah. out and hired someone to set up all your stuff for you so that you could do it. And and then I know you got help driving even more traffic from Leona. I mean, you just are so brave. Can I just say? <sighs> Thank you. <laughs> sometimes I, I feel, yeah, brave, but sometimes a little crazy too. Yeah, I, I take a lot of risks sometimes. And sometimes I you know, wonder if it's going to pay off, but I, I really do try to be calculated in, in what I do and, and where I, you know, put my time and money and every, you know, all of that has really paid off, but it is, it is scary, especially as a small business owner, if you have limited cash flow or limited time yeah. or limited resources to use what you've got to take a risk on something. And I get that. I completely understand. I still feel that way today. And I probably always will, as long as I'll have this business. You have a kind of big business now. Yeah, it has grown so much. I, it really is kind of astounding. So, uh, but yeah, it, it's hard to take risks, but they're necessary in this, especially now with e-commerce changing so much. You know, you've, you've got to do what is necessary to get uh, the results that you want. And sometimes yeah. you can't just sit there and say, well, as soon as I get this, like as soon as I reach my sales goal, then I'll invest in something. It seems to be that that day doesn't come. The other thing I would um, I would love to share with everyone, if you're okay with it, is that one of the other things you you did is that in the first few years as you were transitioning, you didn't pay yourself very well. No, I didn't. I kind of paid myself last if there was any money left. And yeah. you know how it goes. There's never any money left. What is that with us that we always find something to spend that money on because there's something the business needs so badly yes. and we get paid last. But last year you paid yourself well. Yes, I did. I had a number in mind and I decided to put my foot down and and I think part of it was, you know, the world around us and and how things were going and I just I was tired of putting my you know, financial health on the back burner. And I had seen a lot of growth in 2020, despite everything. And I thought this is, if I'm going to do it, if I'm going to start paying myself a good salary, this is the year it's going to happen. And so I did whatever I needed to do to make it happen. And honestly, the sales went up because I was more focused on being able to pay myself that monthly salary that, you know, I put even more effort into it to make sure that I made um, enough money to cover, you know, all my other payroll expenses, every other operating expense, and then be able to pay myself too. So it's amazing when you make that promise to yourself that you're going to pay yourself X amount a month, then that's another thing you can add into your budget to determine, okay, I need to make this much then. 
if I'm going to to uh, actually pay myself a good a good wage. So that was a really that was a really huge confidence booster for me, and it really made me feel even more invested in my business. Like it's like a real job now because I get a paycheck like everybody else. Because yes. Y'all know your staff wouldn't be okay with you saying, well, I decided I needed to buy more jewelry boxes this month. So I'm just going to pay you next month. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. so good. One of the other things I just want to share with people because uh, you, you know, you aren't noisy in the group, but when you show up and post, I always go and look. And so I know you were kind of laughing. Because I had saved a post that you made at the end of 2019, the fourth, just before the fourth quarter of 2019, where you're like, um, <laughs> so here's what's <laughs> happening. My sales are up 63% at Shopify. But when I've checked my ad spend, it was, I don't know, 42% or something of my sales. And I'm really not very comfortable with that. Is that okay? And your traffic was expensive then. And I know a lot of people piled in and gave you some advice. But what I love, including me, (laughs) but what I love is like a year later, you popped up again and your post was, I don't like posting about sales figures. I don't normally do this, but I need, I, everyone who's working hard needs to hear what a difference a year can make. And, and in that, uh, in that post, you actually shared a screenshot of your dashboard in the inner circle. And you said, the sales I made this month are more than 50% of my entire year last year. You must be so yes. proud of yourself. It's like hockey I, growth, right? Yeah, it was. It really was. And even last year or 2020 to 2021, it was the same way. Yeah, it was crazy. I, I couldn't believe it. But all of the training and all of the hard work and dedication and taking risks really made a difference for me. And focus. And, um, Focus. Yes. Being focused and um, knowing what you want the outcome to be and then figuring out what you have to do to get there. So good. Let's, Let's just talk about quickly, if you had any advice for somebody who's sitting where you were, because I think it's our Etsy sales, maybe 10% of your sales now or not even? Not even 10%. Yeah. So Really, this is a this is an e-commerce, very successful, high volume e-commerce website at this stage of the game. Three, three and a half years after you de- you made the decision to go ahead and invest in yourself and do it. And I know you've paid a lot of people, you've had a lot of training, you've probably worked a lot of long hours. But what would be your best advice to someone who is today where you were back then? What would you tell them? So I would say take a pen to paper, write down your goals for your business for the next one year, three years or five years, and then look at where your numbers are right now. And then devise a plan and figure out how to get where you want to be in in those three to five years. Um, That's what I did. And that's what I still do. And I think it's so important to look ahead to the future, to where you want to be, look at where you are, and then figure out the people or the the process or whatever it is that you need to get in that time frame in order to reach the goals that you've set for yourself. Like what's going to have the most impact to get you there? Yes, exactly. I love that. Yeah, for sure. And you know what? I, I mean, I do that too. And I think the huge benefit from doing that is that 
when all the you know things in your head tell you, well, this isn't working, I can't do this, blah, 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 you know, all that. If you look at that data and you see how much of, you know, how much progress you've made, even though it feels like it's super hard and might not be working, that's the thing that makes you feel better and gives you like gives you the momentum to keep going. And that's what I saw with you often. You know, we'd have conversations and you'd be like, wow. I don't know. Yes. (laughs) And we look at all your stuff, but you just kept putting one foot ahead of the other. And I know it's that, uh, it's that discipline and that uh, focus on the data that you have that probably, you know, let you pull yourself up that ladder. And now like what people don't understand is it's kind of like a snowball. Like now it probably, those aren't your problems anymore. Right. Yeah. Right. Your problems, we yeah. still have things, but. Yeah, and you, 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 there's always a set of challenges, whatever, wherever you are and whatever, you know, revenue level or, or whatnot. But yeah, no, it. I completely agree with that. And the data that you have in front of you is so valuable. You don't even know really sometimes how important it is and how much you can get from it and how much it can help you when you're planning. But yeah, I completely agree. So good. So so that's your best advice. And I love that advice. But, but let's talk about timelines, like realistically, how many months or years did you did you have to put your nose to the grindstone, put your focus on your website, even though Etsy was paying the bills? How many months or years was it until you thought, Oh, I think I've got this? I think I'm going to be okay. Yeah, it took a little over a year, I think, to really make the move from Etsy to Shopify. And there was, you know, a little bit of time before that when I kind of was trying to get my footing, kind of figure out where I needed to be. But once I really, once I had the tools and I had everything I needed, it really, it took me a little over a year, I would say. And I, once I figure out where I need to go, I just, I go. I don't really waste any time. I just, figure out what I have to do. And I go there. So, you know, it could vary for anybody, but a little over a year for me. So a lot, a lot can happen in a year. I can't stress that enough. And sometimes it feels like you're getting nowhere, you're going nowhere. But when you look back at where you were a year ago, you know, it it really is very telling. I can't wait to see where you are in another year. I know you're going to be in a a beautiful new house. So that's kind of exciting. But I can't very wait excited. to see uh, what happens with your business in the next year. I know you have some big goals. This is something that everyone needs to know. Mary has a really amazing conversion rate for a jewelry store. There's that. And and she's acquired a lot of new customers in the last year and a bit. And so I can't wait to see what you do with this because you are really good at converting people. And I know that didn't happen overnight either. But uh, I just can't wait to see. So exciting. So listen, thank you so much for sharing all this good stuff with people. Because I think that I think that sometimes it feels like it's not doable. It's not possible. And I know you felt like that one a time or two. And so it's inspiring for other people to hear. And the fact that you have this business, and you pay yourself well, and you actually love it most days, most days. Yeah. <laughs> Most days, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so inspiring. So where can people find you? Let's tell them where they can see you. 
Yeah, so you can go to our website, uh, modernmarigold.com, and Marigold is actually spelled M-E-R-R-I-G-O-L-D. Go see Mary there. She's really good at text marketing. I'm going to share that with you. Uh, she did a little <laughs> share in our Reliable Revenue group, and we were supposed to be sharing your Google Analytics results, remember? Yep, and yep, I do. I only wanted to look at your text stuff because <laughs> it was so darn good. So go check Mary out at modernmarygold.com and we've got to have you back. And so that you yes. can tell everybody what the next year is. And also uh, you told me that you were, you were heading over to tech to TikTok to, uh, to start some marketing there. And so make sure when you follow Mary, go look for her TikTok. See you soon. Thank yes, you so please. much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hey, listen, if you like what we're working on here at the roadmap to 50 K and it's helping you get clarity on your next steps. I think you really have to check out our inner circle. You know, it is just an amazing place to learn how to build your business the right way. And you get to do it with a wonderful group of store owners that support each other and will cheer you on. You know, in the inner circle, our only purpose is to help our members get results. And because of that, we actually have dedicated coaches that are fully trained and available to work one-on-one with you. And we offer that to our members at crazy affordable prices, because I know that sometimes you just need a little extra help to get past a roadblock so that you can move on and make progress again. So if this sounds good to you, I want you to head on over to the socialsalesgirls.com forward slash inner dash circle and get on the wait list. We will send you a lesson so that you can see what's waiting for you on the inside. And we'll also invite you to join us the next time we are open to take new members. So listen, friends, that's all. Thank you so much for spending your time with me and I will see you next week.